Hey, just a quick reminder that if you haven't already, you should join us in the private Facebook group. We are over the 1,000 member mark, and all I can say is that the conversations just keep getting better and better. Also, as a bonus for becoming a member, I'll be rolling out some group exclusive stuff in the next few weeks that you won't want to miss out on. So head over to Facebook and search Tiny Leaps to request access. In this episode, I want to talk about sugar. Go ahead and say no to that second slice of pie because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Big change. Open eye Through the waves cut through me Hypnotized By the sounds I'm breathing in Hold tight, hold tight Chemicals collide Hold tight, hold tight Hold tight Dripping lights Paint the skies Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Change is where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about sugar. Now, I've been on a health kick for the past month or so since getting started on a 5 by 5 weightlifting routine. You can learn more about that in episode 166, where I talk about squats. And now that I'm getting stronger, and now that I'm seeing more detail in my physique... I've started paying a lot of attention to my nutrition. And to be completely honest, I eat pretty well. Most of the food I consume is natural, real food, and I do my best to eat a lot of fruits and veggies. I pretty much only drink coffee and water, and I very, very rarely eat candy. So then why don't I have the body that I want? Well, I wanted to be able to answer that question. So about a week ago, I started getting really active with my diet tracking. And here's what I learned. While I do eat pretty well, there are two main areas that I have to improve on if I want to earn the physique and health I'm looking for. Number one, I currently have a relatively high carb diet. And number two, I treat myself to high sugar foods too often. Now, at some point in the future, I'll do a really detailed episode on the above, but for the moment, I wanted to explore sugar. Because here's the thing, added sugar is quite possibly one of the worst things you can consume. Seriously, there's literally no health benefit to it, and it does a lot of really messed up stuff to your body, your brain, and your mood. But before we jump into that, let's tackle the obvious. What is sugar? Well, sugar is a generic term for sweet, soluble carbohydrates that are often used or found in foods. There are many kinds, but for the purpose of this episode, let's focus in on simple sugars or monosaccharides. These come in three primary forms, glucose, fructose, and galactose. You've probably heard of these. Glucose is a necessary sugar that our bodies produce and need in order to function properly. Fructose, on the other hand, is usually what we're talking about when we refer to unhealthy sugars. Fructose is also known as fruit sugar because it can be found naturally in fruit, but it is a main ingredient in foods that are high in added sugar in the form of high fructose corn syrup. Galactose is found primarily in milk and is not super important for this episode, so I'm going to skip it, but I encourage you to do some research on your own. Okay, 
So now that we've set the groundwork, let's take a look at fructose since it's the chief cause of sugar-related issues. There's literally no physiological need for fructose, and in high amounts, it can lead to fat storage and even an overloaded liver. Here's a quote from an article on authoritynutrition.com. Quote, in order to understand what is so bad about sugar, then you need to understand what it is made of. Before sugar enters the bloodstream from the digestive tract, it is broken down into two simple sugars, glucose and fructose. Glucose is found in every living cell on the planet. If we don't get it from our diet, our bodies produce it. Fructose is different. Our bodies do not produce it in any significant amount and there is no physiological need for it. This is not a problem if we eat a little bit of fructose, such as from fruit, or if we've just finished an exercise session. And in this case, the fructose will be turned into glycogen and stored in the liver until we need it. However, if the liver is full of glycogen, which is much more common because usually we're not eating fructose right after a workout, eating a lot of fructose overloads the liver, forcing it to turn the fructose into fat. When repeatedly eating large amounts of sugar, this process can lead to fatty liver and all sorts of serious problems. Keep in mind, however, that all of this does not apply to fruit. It is almost impossible to overeat fructose by eating fruit. There's also massive individual variability here. People who are healthy and active can tolerate more sugar than people who are inactive and eat a Western high-carb, high-calorie diet. End quote. Put simply, Fructose isn't as big of a problem when it comes from fruit or if you've just done a workout. In these scenarios, your liver can probably handle it. But that's not the case with most of us. Usually, we aren't doing a workout right before we eat that slice of cake or donut. And in these scenarios, the liver is already filled with glycogen, which causes that excess fructose, which would normally be converted to glycogen, to turn into fat. This leads to fatty liver and fat in your body all around. But that's not all. Fructose has been linked to all kinds of things like depression, lack of energy, diabetes, and a whole host of other issues. But yet, according to a study performed by the CDC, the average American consumes 66 pounds of added sugar every single year. That's the equivalent of 19.5 teaspoons of sugar every single day. Why do we consume something that is so bad for us at such high levels? And unfortunately, the answer is because we're all addicted. In fact, fructose has some of the same effects as many of the most highly addictive drugs out there. Quote, much like street drugs, sugar triggers the release of chemicals that set off the brain's pleasure center. In this case, opioids and dopamine. And as they do with street drugs, people develop a tolerance for sugar, meaning they need more sugar for a feel-good fix. In rat studies looking at sugar addiction, when animals binge on the sweet stuff, they experience chattering teeth, tremors, shakes, and anxiety when it's taken away. End quote. Humans are naturally wired to move towards whatever activity releases a shot of dopamine in the brain. As such, when we consume sugar, it causes us to want more sugar, which causes us to want even more sugar. The more often we eat sugar, the more sugar we need in order to elicit the same dopamine release. And thus, the cycle continues. 
Now, there's a whole lot more we need to talk about in regards to sugar, which I'll be sharing in future episodes, but there's one more thing we need to talk about right now. Because here's the thing that makes this cycle even worse. Remember how I said that fructose has been linked to depression? Quote, We might reach for sugar to feel better, but we're getting the opposite effect in the end. A study published in Public Health Journal followed nearly 9,000 people to study the link between depression and eating sugary sweets and fast food. After six years, those who ate the most junk faced a nearly 40% greater risk of developing depression compared to those who shunned junk food the most. In people with insulin resistance, it appears the brain releases lower levels of feel-good dopamine. End quote. So let's review. When we eat fructose, it causes a little spike of dopamine in our brains that cause us to want more. But eating more of it can lead to serious health problems, including liver issues and depression. That depression would then make it even easier for us to fall into the trap of eating more sugar for the increased dopamine, leading to even more health problems. Terrible, right? It's frankly a really really messed up cycle, but one we've all sort of been sold on. So what do we do? Well, the smart move is to just avoid added sugars, but that's not exactly easy because everything around us pretty much has added sugars in it. So in the next episode, I'm going to talk about ways to make it through that first stage when you're deciding to cut added sugars out of your life. So make sure you tune into that. That's it for episode 168. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to leave a review and to hit subscribe so that brand new episodes can be delivered directly to your favorite listening device. And if you haven't already, head over to Facebook and search Tiny Leaps to join 1,000 plus other listeners and to gain access to exclusive member-only content. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day every day every day